Thank you for joining us as we bring you this worship service of 7th Avenue Presbyterian Church. Our readings this morning are from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 61, verse 10, through chapter 62, verse 3, and from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 22 through 40. The Reverend Dale Tronk is preaching this morning. His sermon is titled, Creation is Pregnant with God, Our Maker. You'll find the link to our complete announcements in your email. Here are two highlights. Today at 11 a.m. we will gather on Zoom for social hour. If you participated in the Ugly Christmas Card Exchange, you're invited to bring the card you received in the mail with you for the reveal of who sent it. This Saturday, January 2nd, we are having a Winter Wonderland fundraiser event with a talent show and silent auction. Join us on Zoom from 6 to 8 p.m. with your hot chocolate and your coziest sweater and get ready to see some of our church's finest talent. Now, in preparation to worship, you're invited to quiet yourself, becoming still as you prepare to worship God. Let us pray. O God, whose angels sang not to kings, but to Mary and the shepherds, give us grace to hear the good news of Christ's birth and the great joy of a dawning age. Preserve this world in peace. Keep it safe from harm. Blunt the swords of tyrants and turn the hearts of the violent to the one who is your peace. For those overcome by war, violence, and degradation, Peace, Peace be, be with, with them. them. 
For those overwhelmed by fear, illness, and desperation, peace Peace be be with them. them. For those who work at the centers of power and those who live on the margins, peace Peace be be with them. them. For those oppressed by sin and those set free by praise, peace Peace be be with them. them. For our friends and all who warm us with love, peace Peace be be with them. them. For our enemies and all possessed by envy, rage, and hatred, peace Peace be be with them them. and And with with us. Amen. to hear these words, let us pray. Guide us, O God, by your word and spirit, that in your light we may see light, that in your truth we may find freedom, that in your will we may discover your peace. Amen. I will greatly rejoice in the Holy One. My whole being shall exult in God, for God has clothed me with the garments of salvation. God has covered me with the robe of righteousness as a bridegroom decks himself with a garland, and as a bride adorns herself with jewels. For as the earth brings forth its shoots, and as a garden causes what is shown in it to spring up, so God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. 
For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until her vindication shines out like the dawn and her salvation like a burning torch. The nations shall see your vindication and all the kings your glory. And you shall be called by a new name that the mouth of God will give. You shall be a crown of beauty in the hand of the Holy One and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Thanks be to God. purification according to the laws of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him in the temple, as it is written in the law, every firstborn male 
shall be designated as holy to God. And they offered a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, This child is destined for the falling and the rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be opposed, so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher, she was of great age, having lived with her husband for seven years after her marriage, then as a widow to the age of 84. She had never left the temple but worshipped there with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment she came and began to praise God and to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of, Israel, of Jerusalem. When they had finished everything required by the law, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. Here ends the reading. Once upon a time, in those ancient days before I lost my flight attendant job, I was waiting in line at SFO to buy a latte. The line was moving slowly. The lady ahead of me was counting and expressing each second of time with her body movements. In her exasperation, she turned to me and said, I was always taught that speed is a virtue. I did not recognize the maxim. I blurted out, I was always taught that patience is a virtue. My response may have come more from my inner smart Alec than from my inner prophetic voice. Maybe the response just came through me as I am. I looked upon my flight attendant job as a pilgrimage and a ministry to others on pilgrimage. Sometimes I was more of a smart Alec than a minister or prophet but I was given many opportunities to keep trying. I was given many opportunities to travel in patience and be with others on pilgrimage. Movement is an invitation to pilgrimage. Often though, we don't really go anywhere. We stay centered in our defaults and assumptions, wanting things to be normal, no matter how bad 
normal might be. We carry our baggage with us and bring it all back home with us. A pilgrim is a traveler who leaves the baggage behind, goes on a journey to a holy place, and enters metanoia, an inner forward change of thought, heart, and action. There are famous and crowded places of pilgrimage. One of those places was the great temple in Jerusalem. Our gospel reading drops us in as Mary and Joseph arrive on pilgrimage from Nazareth in Galilee. They came 40 days after Jesus' birth to perform the required rituals for the mother's purification and the firstborn son's dedication. They brought the poor person's sacrifice, turtle doves or pigeons. They evidently could not afford the preferred lamb. However, they were already holding in their arms the Lamb of God. They were holding the wonder of creation giving birth to our Maker. The Gospel of Luke speaks of constant movement and pilgrimage. The early characters in Luke are all on deep inner pilgrimage. Remember Zechariah, the angel Gabriel came to him and announced that his wife would conceive. He didn't believe. He needed a sign. He said, how can I know? Make it clear to me. And Gabriel said, well, since you don't believe, your sign will be that you will be unable to speak. And then Gabriel went to Mary. And Mary said, well, I don't really get it, but let it happen as you say. And when Mary made her pilgrimage to Elizabeth. Elizabeth greeted her with, Who am I that the mother of my Lord should come to me? And even in his holy place of gestation, John the Baptist was kicking in his mother's womb. The wonder keeps unfolding. Mary and Joseph faithfully make their pilgrimage to the temple. Their lives keep changing as they journey. In this intimate scene, all of creation shows itself as pregnant with God. Our Isaiah reading gives images of this from the vitality of nature all around us. For as the earth brings forth its shoots, and a garden causes what is sown in it to spring up, so the Lord will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. Creation shines as an abundance of icons of our Maker. It never stops moving. Its evolution is a continuous pilgrimage. Creation is a holy place. Wherever we are can be a holy place of pilgrimage. We don't need to go to a famous or crowded place. A medieval saint by the name of Angela Foligno leaves us these words in her journal. In a vision I beheld the fullness of God in which I beheld the whole creation. 
And my soul, in an excess of wonder, cried out, This world is pregnant with God. Wherefore I understood how small is the whole of creation, but the power of God fills it to overflowing. Simeon recognizes creation giving birth to our Creator. He has been on a long, patient pilgrimage. He recognizes that it is now time for his ultimate pilgrimage. He proclaims, Lord, set me free. I have seen now salvation, revelation, and glory. He made clear to Mary and Joseph that their pilgrimage was just unfolding. Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign that is spoken against. And a sword, Mary, will pierce through your own soul also, that thoughts out of many hearts may be revealed. Simeon echoed Mary's proclamation to Gabriel in the previous chapter. The Lord has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of low degree. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent empty away. These proclamations are at the core of the Jesus movement. Leave your baggage behind and be in a holy place. To the proud and mighty, sit down, let go, listen. To the lowly and hungry, stand up, receive, speak, in Pope Francis's recent book, Let Us Dream, The Path to a Better Future, he pleads with us all to live this time of crisis as an opportunity to make things better. In the epilogue, he says, A crisis forces you to move, but one can move without going anywhere. In lockdown, many of us left the house or apartment to shop for essentials or walk around the block to stretch our legs but when we went back to where and what we were before, like a tourist who goes to the sea or the mountains for a week of relaxation, but then returns to her suffocating routine. She has moved, but sideways, only to come back where she started. I prefer the contrasting image of the pilgrim who is one who decenters and so can transcend. She goes out from herself, opens herself to a new horizon, and when she comes home, she is no longer the same, and so her home won't be the same. This is a time for pilgrimage.
We believe in God who lights up the world with love. We believe in Christ whose birth taught us how this love is to be lived. We believe in Holy Spirit who empowers us to be this love. This we believe. Amen. Sisters and brothers, let us pray together. O oh God, we come to you on this joyful day in Christmas tide. Like Simeon guided by the Spirit, we are led to the one who is the Christ, our hope and the world's consolation. We see in Christ everything good that you have promised the very sign that all creation can and will be made new. Thanks be to you, O God, for we have seen your salvation. So we pray with confidence that this world is indeed in your hands, destined for wholeness and peace. Not wanting to shrink back from this hope, we pray. For those who come to you today with heads bowed in grief because of this pandemic. For those who are struggling to pay their rents or keep up with their businesses or care for their children. Oh God, have mercy. We pray for those who are contending with this virus and for those who tend to them. We thank you for these promising new vaccines and ask that these would bring 
to all of us here and around the world, release from this terrible illness. May the dawn from on high shine on those who live in darkness and in the shadow of death. God, in your grace, you hear our prayers. We pray for this nation, anxious and on edge, as we await a new president and administration. We pray for a peaceful transition of power, for a way forward which is just, truthful, and compassionate. We pray for healing for the deep racial wounds in our country and the ability to listen to those voices in us and around us which call us to our better, more human selves. God, in your grace, you hear our prayers. We pray for the community of 7th Avenue Church. We pray in particular for all the children of this congregation and thank you for each one and how they have lightened our spirits and made us smile even in this most difficult year. Continue to hold them close to your heart. We pray for every member here, young and old, in the wide variety of circumstances we find ourselves in. Whether we are lonely, anxious, thankful, hopeful, or all of the above, may we know ourselves first as your beloved. And may we know you as the God who is not just above us, or around us, but with us. God, in your grace, you hear our prayers. And now, in silence, we continue our prayer to you. We ask these things in the strong name of Jesus Christ, who taught us to pray, saying, Our God, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
Go forth in the spirit of a pilgrim, open to new horizons. Leave your baggage behind and be in a holy place. grace of God who created you in love, the peace of Christ who teaches it is possible to be love, and the power of the Spirit who calls you ever forward into new experiences of love be and abide with you this day, this week, and evermore. Amen. Amen.